0: Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning Word with Bishop W.F. Houston, Jr. There are many people that attend church weekly, but don't have a comprehensive relationship with God. Where we spend eternity depends on our bond with God. This morning, Bishop Houston will teach us what is required to establish that special relationship with God, as he continues his series, Playing Church Part 2. Let's go in and listen to Bishop Houston.
1: Praise the Lord, everyone. As we continue our series Plain Church, let's start this morning looking at the words of Jesus Christ in Matthew 10, verse 34. That's Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. But before we get started, let us welcome in the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, this morning I ask that you allow the Holy Spirit to pour over this spiritual house of meeting. Give us the spiritual prison so that we are able to comprehend the continuation of our series. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Let's look at verse 34. Verse 34 says, don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace but a sword. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter in law against her mother in law. Your enemies will be in your own household. Once again, the word reads Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother and her daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. May God add a blessing to the readers and the hearers and the doers of this holy word. You know, those are some strong words by Jesus. Some very, very strong words. Uh, Back in Jesus' day, many of the Jews uh, assumed that the Messiah's coming would bring them political peace and material affluence, and that's because of what the prophet Isaiah says in Isaiah 9, 6. He says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders. And it will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, right here, I want you to take a note of the name Prince of Peace because we'll see this name again shortly. Today, many in the church and ministries think that Jesus' presence will bring them tranquility. But right here in Matthew 10 and 34, we see a severe Jesus. We see a no-frills Jesus. We see an up-in-your-face Jesus. Uh, This persona of the, the Messiah that Isaiah spoke of, is not the same persona we see right here in Matthew 10 and 34. Uh, This Jesus we see here is different than Isaiah's Prince of Peace. Uh, As a matter of fact, this Jesus in Matthew 10 is different from the Jesus in Matthew chapter 5. The Matthew chapter 5, Jesus doesn't emphasize that his mission involves contention and division. The persona of Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 has the same characteristics of the prophet Isaiah's prince of peace. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Now, this is the prince of peace that the prophet Isaiah spoke about, and the Messiah that the Jews were looking for in Jesus' day. Now, Jesus is still the Prince of Peace right here in Matthew chapter 10. But you know, sometimes to get the harmony back, sometimes some things have to be laid wide open. Uh, in other words, sometimes some things have to be exposed uh, or brought to the, to the light to, to, to get people to refocus to regain or gain knowledge and understanding, you know, to get them out of their comfort zone in order to obtain real tranquility. There are times we're going to have to remove the lauderer, the unfaithful, and the corrupt to regain the comforts of our tranquility. And at times we're going to have to just tell it like it is. We're gonna to have to just tell it like it is. Matthew ten thirty four. Jesus tells us like it is. He says not to envision that he came to earth with a, a peace offering. He said, "Get that out of your head. That, that's not why I came." Jesus said, "I came to penetrate and cut off some things that's going on down here, beloved." Peace is one thing, but loyalty. Is another. Jesus wasn't looking for peace. He was looking for loyalty. And just in case you didn't know, loyalty exceeds peace all day, every day. Here in Matthew 10, 34, and we can go through 36, Jesus uses family to illustrate how being loyal to him can stir up conflict in many homes. Now, let me stop and ask you a question right here. How many of you have or have had a child or children that wanted to date or dated or marry someone you are not okay with? You know, when you see or or sense something about your child's chosen one that isn't proper or doesn't meet your specifications. And when you bring it to your child's attention, An argument transpires because you've said something about your child's chosen one's disposition or tendency. A disposition and tendency you didn't allow before uh, when they were growing up, and you won't allow now during their selection era. And you definitely won't allow it or welcome it in your home. Let me tell you right here. Modifying... Or compromising your moral standards will only send a signal that you're a performer and your guidelines are your script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beloved, you must keep your guidelines embedded. You must. You have to be loyal to your moral standards, even if it means disconnecting the piece. Turn to someone and say, stop playing house. Beloved, it's no different if you have to choose between being loyal to Jesus or being devoted to family members, friends, co-workers, or neighbors. Your loyalty to Jesus is top priority. You see, the true church and ministry of Jesus Christ is not a spiritual edifice that welcomes everybody. Beloved, The church and ministry is the association of Jesus Christ that's set separately for God. It's a unique relationship connected to the personality matching Christ that's been liberated by faith and loyalty. And no one, and I mean no one outside of faith and loyalty will be liberated or be granted salvation because that's the requirements for the church. You know, beloved, it's our assignment as people and a preacher to alert those who haven't received Christ to inform them in love how they're in the high-risk area of the terror of the Lord. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 11, Paul says, because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. Now what Paul is saying here is, is, is when he stopped to think about the coming of the judgment of God, he gets busy sharing the gospel. As genuine children of God, that's our task also. Mm -hmm. And you know, our text this morning is serving as a warning. Our text is a word of warning to those who are, are happily embedded in the church or think they are securely, deeply rooted in the church, but actually they're not. Now, let me make it clear right here. This is not an alert to the people outside of our spiritual community doors. Mm -mm. This is a stern warning to us who are involved in the church and ministry. We have to be sure our churches and ministries are real. And when I say real, I'm speaking of inside faith-filled loyalty. Now, I really hope you're prepared to approach this part of our series. Uh, We're going to have to apply some serious common sense and sincerity because that's the only way we're going to be able to understand how God views us up to this point as people. You know, there are some sitting in this congregation right now who come to church on a regular basis, but don't know Jesus Christ. Now, there may be some here and some in our streaming and listening audiences with some religious sensations. And there may be some here, some in our streaming and listening audiences, with sanctimonious emotions, but they don't know Jesus. It's my conviction that before we, as a church and ministry, can change and even come together as a spiritual community, as God's spiritual component, we must become cohesive. And the only way we can ever become consistently integrated and become one, as Christ prayed that we might be, is when we all become real in Christ. And the only way we can be realistic in Christ is become spiritually loyal. And once we become spiritually loyal, the Holy Spirit will remove the shackles of playing church. You see, Jesus showed us his loyalty when he went to Calvary. And so this morning, I want us to sift through our lives to see if we're playing church. Now, let's go to Matthew 7, verse 22. And in this verse, I want you to notice the scene. Just like last week, as I said, I will be reading from the New Living Translation Bible. Everyone there? Let's read. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. Now, look at the phrase, on judgment day. On judgment day is an essential phrase because It says that there is coming a particular day when Jesus is going to establish justice. The idea of on Judgment Day in the Bible is connected with a verdict, a ruling, and a decision. Right here in this verse, we're given a mental picture of that day. On Judgment Day appears in 1 Corinthians 3. And it's in connection with the time of the verdict for believers. 1 Corinthians 3.13 says, But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. Now, there are several other places in the Bible that connects judgment day to unbelievers. But, you know, it's always a phrase tied in with a verdict. It means the conclusion of a decision. Beloved, there is coming a day when God is going to make a final decision. There will be a day when the great white throne will establish the final verdict. Let's look at Revelation chapter 20. And I want us to look at Revelation 20 verse uh, 11. And in Revelation chapter 20 verse 11, the Bible paints for us this great picture of the final verdict. And this is the way it reads. And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it. The earth and the sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne. And the books were opened, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. Let us stop right here and look at Romans 3.20. The Bible says in Romans 3.20, For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. Amen? Let's move on. Let's move on. Verse 13. The sea gave up its dead, and depth and the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then depth and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire, This lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Beloved, if your name is found in the last book of life, hallelujah, because your final verdict will be a second life, and it's eternal life in heaven because you have faith, which means you will be loyal to God in the kingdom of heaven. But... If there is all work and no faith found, this means Lord have mercy. You don't have the loyalty that God requires in the kingdom of heaven. So guess what? The final verdict will be a second death and a harsher death because it's eternal death. So when there's no faith, there's no loyalty. So that means you were playing church. What a powerful message this
0: morning. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Word with Bishop W.F. Houston, Jr. You can find more spiritual messages by Bishop Houston on podcasts via Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer Music, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, and more. Join us here next Sunday as Bishop Houston continues his series, Playing Church Part 3. We here at Christian House of Faith, CHOF, encourage you to follow COVID-19 protocol. Wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance, and stay in your bubble. It will keep you out of trouble. CHOF Ministry wishes everyone a blessed Sunday.